join us this morning. Get on all of your social media. Uh, have them plug into us. They can watch the service on Facebook at Second Baptist Church, the Doylestown Facebook page, or you can go onto our website at sbcod.org, and you can watch the service there. The Bible says in Psalm 96, 1 through 4, to, Oh, sing unto the Lord a new song. Sing unto the Lord all year. Sing unto the Lord and bless his name and show forth his salvation from day to day. Declare his glory among the heathen, his wonders among all people, for the Lord is great and he is feared above all gods. Come on, let's stand this morning. Let's put our hands together. Praise the Lord in song. Oh, magnify the Lord. He is worthy to be praised. Lord, we thank you that you touched us with the finger of your love this morning to 
awaken us to a brand new day. Lord, it is our prayer today that you would touch hearts. Be a blessing, Lord God, in the lives of those who thought about robbery, Lord God, to get up this morning because they had a desire in their heart to be in the house of the Lord. And so, God, we ask that you would move like you never moved before, that you would touch hearts, that you would move spirits, God. And, Lord God, that you would be with us now as we recognize and lift up your precious and your holy name. We ask, God, that you would bless those that could not come and join with us this morning. Those who are sick, those, Lord God, who are locked behind prison walls, those, Lord God, who are just struggling today. Speak to hearts, Lord God, that we may be willing to serve you in a way that you have so richly blessed us. And so we give you the praise, God. We give you the glory and we give you the honor. These things we ask in the precious name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus the Christ, that the church say, Amen. If you remain standing with us for our responsive reading, amen, our responsive reading this morning, is number 581, the Lord's Supper, found in 1 Corinthians chapter 11, verses 23 through 34. I will read the light print and you read the bold print, amen. For I have received of the Lord that which also I delivered unto you that the Lord Jesus, the same night in which he was betrayed, took bread. And when he had given thanks, he broke it and said, Take eat, this is my body, which is broken for you. This do in remembrance of me. After the same manner also, he took the cup. And when he had supped, saying, This cup is the New Testament in my blood. This do ye as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. For as often as you eat this bread and drink this cup, you do show the Lord's death till he come. Wherefore, whosoever shall eat this bread and drink this cup of the Lord unworthily shall be guilty of the body and the blood of the Lord. So let a man examine himself. And so let him eat of that bread and drink of that cup. For he that eateth and drinketh unworthily, eateth and drinketh damnation to himself, not discerning the Lord's body. For this cause many are weak and sickly among you, and many sleep. For if we would judge ourselves, we should not be judged. But when we are judged, we are chastened of the Lord, that we should not be condemned with the world. Wherefore, my brethren, when you come together to eat, bury one another and all together, and if any man hunger, let him eat at home, that ye come not together under condemnation, and the rest will I set in order when I come. Praise God.
of July weekend, Independence Day coming up, amen. We want to sing together today, America the Beautiful. Sophia, let's 
welcome them as they come. Church. So, uh, Sophia and I would like to welcome uh, each and every one of you that are here today in person, and then all those as well that are joining us in, in live stream. Uh, live stream. Um, we're blessed to have you, and, and please let you uh, close the worship with us today. Um, we hope that you all will receive, and pray that you all will receive God's word today and blessings. Share with you and, and apply it to your life in, so that you may be a blessing to others um, and spread the gospel of God. So there is one who visited them. If you are in the area, then, and if you are, uh, if you are, if you are in the area, then we would love to have you come back and worship with us again. We have a saying here at Second Baptist Church, first time you are a visitor, second time you are family. Thank you all and have a blessed day. Thank you, RJ, and so, amen. You know, if I can't get the kids involved, then I, you know, I'm done. I'm in trouble, so we're just grateful and thankful to have them for the day. I want to remind everybody that our church theme for this year is 2023, amen, and we are just so blessed that to know that we are here together in Christ Jesus, and so, you know, if we all would take hold of that theme and live it out, I think things might be a little better for us. Uh, a few things that we want to share with you this morning that our uh, youth ministry is sponsoring a night out to the Trenton Thunder uh, ballpark is going to take place on Friday. That is coming up. Uh, we still have some tickets that are available. We need to move those tickets. We have a great time. Uh, they are great fellowship. Uh, we have box seats. Uh, we have a, a banquet room. And uh, so it's just a great uh, time of fellowship. Uh, you can be indoors or outdoors. And, and also, please see, uh, make sure that you see Reverend Jackson uh, sometime this week so that we can get our numbers in and, and make sure that everything is all right. Also, we want to make sure that you have on your calendar for Friday, August the 25th, which is our Second Baptist Church Golf Outing, amen, our Jimmy Jones Memorial uh, Golf Classic. Uh, we had a great time last year. There is a display that is out uh, in the foyer. Make sure that you sign up. We need everyone to participate, either uh, as a golfer or as a foursome, as a sponsor. Or if you just want to come to the banquet that is there, we had a, a great banquet on last year. Uh, so make sure that you go online or that you see uh, Sister Lavinia Thompson. She'd be happy to sign you up. And also on this uh, last uh, Sunday, well, actually Saturday, July the 29th, we're going to have a gospel music concert here. We're going to have a number of groups that are going to be in. Uh, this is a free concert. We are inviting as part of our family and friends the weekend. We are excited. We have a church coming out, the Liberty Baptist Church from Pittsburgh. We've been out there a number of times due to COVID. Uh, keep popping up a few years in a row there. They've been unable to come out, but they are coming and, uh, this year, and so they're going to participate in a concert, and so we are looking to have a great time. We want to remember uh, Sister Esther Dinkins that had been with us so many years, and 
helping and leading with our, our worship and our fine arts ministry. And so we want to be a blessing to her. So we have uh, dance ministry that's going to be here and other choirs that's going to be here. As a matter of fact, we're putting together a mass choir for that concert. So if there is anyone who would like to sing, amen, whether you think you can sing, can't sing, but if you would like to be uh, in that mass choir, amen, please see Sister Brenda Hamlin. She will give you the dates that rehearsals are going to take place. So if you ever wanted to sing, if you sing in the shower, amen, and you sound halfway good, usually you sound pretty good in the shower, amen. So if you would like to be a part of that mass choir, please reach out to Sister Hamlin, and she will make sure that they give you the dates that they're going to rehearse then for that gospel music concert. So make sure that you come out, invite your friends, uh, our friends who are here from Dual Shop Presbyterian Church, make sure that you invite others. On Saturday, July the 29th at 6.30 p.m., amen. And so we're looking forward to have a great time in song and in dance and just giving God praise and glory, amen. Following that, that next day is our Family and Friends Day celebration. Uh, Liberty Baptist Church, as I mentioned, will be here. Their pastor, uh, Reverend Alvin Berkeley, is going to share the word with us on that Sunday. Uh, we're going to have a old-fashioned picnic after church at Lake Galena, where we've had it uh, the past uh, several years, and we are excited. We do need people to uh, sign up to bring uh, some items in uh, for that day. The church usually takes care of all of the meat, and we ask you guys to bring in some sides, so we'll have people involved in that. So a sign-up will be uh, on the bulletin board. If it's not there already, it will be there for next week. So please make sure you put that on there. And I want to put a plug in for our scholarship ministry. They have a outing, a play at Sighton Sound that's going to take place on Thursday, October 5th. So if you would like to go, I know tickets are probably moving swiftly. Make sure that you see uh, Sister Stacy Marshall. Amen. Raise your hand, Stacy. Amen. And uh, she would be happy to sign you up. You can go online and sign up directly on our website as well. We want to shift into our time of giving, our giving of our tithes and our general offering. For those of you who know from Second Baptist, we have an offertory box that is located in the back of the church. So before you leave today, make sure that you uh, place your tithes and your offering uh, in the box there. Those of you who are watching my live stream today, you can just go right online to our tithely giving site, and you can uh, place your tithes and offerings there. Or you can mail it in. So we are just grateful and thankful for all that God continues to do. Let's just bow our head and give thanks for our giving. Father, we thank you for this opportunity to give, Lord God. Those who are here in person who are depositing their tithes and their offerings, as well as those, Lord God, who are watching by live stream and are giving their tithes and their offerings there. And so, Lord, we just want to thank you. We thank you both for the gift and the giver. We ask God that you bless those who gave. Bless those who had a desire to give but had it not. And so, Lord, we realize that everything we have and receive comes from you. So, God, just be with us. Bless these offerings, God, that they may be used to upbuild your kingdom while we are here on earth. So we ask these things in the precious name of your Son, Jesus Christ, we pray. Let the church say, Amen. Amen. Let's welcome Pastor Paul and Denise as they bless us in song this morning. Amen. 
Lord, we come before you today, another Sunday morning in your presence, another Sunday morning in which we have the opportunity to learn more about you. We have the opportunity to seek your presence. We have an opportunity to better understand what you would have us understand. Lord, we come before you with thanks for all the things that you've allowed us to go through, to come through, to do. Lord, we come before you with hope for all the things that you have before us, for the things that you have in store for us. Lord, as we seek these things, we ask that you give us the calmness of spirit, that you give us the capability to hear the message that you've given to our pastor, that you give us the capability to digest and live the message. Lord, we ask that as we sit here today, that we leave more informed as better individuals than if we arrived. And Lord, please give us the capability as we leave to go out into the world and be a true representative of your goodness, of your grace. And finally, Lord, as we hear today's sermon, please give us the opportunity, the willingness to take it not just uh, today, but to further inform ourselves and to continue to learn and to be in your presence. In your name we pray. 
Let's give the Lord some praise. I will sing of the goodness of the Lord. How many of you know today that God is good? All the time. And all the time, God is good. Amen. I want to thank Pastor Paul and Denisha. I've, I've said this now. Pastor Paul, he's one of the best musicians I have ever heard in my life. I'm telling you, just an awesome, awesome musician. Denisha, you sang some. 
depths of your soul. Amen. Brother Chris getting the drums up there. I want to thank Deacon Smith handling all of our uh, AV needs. Amen. Just praising God for that. And do want to say with our AV, our campaign, that all went well. We have been able to pay for all of our new equipment. Amen. Our cameras over here and there and cameras over there. And so, uh, so we can sing of the goodness of the Lord. Amen. Eternal God, our Father, Lord, we are living in troubling times. Lord, if there was ever a time that we needed to hear a word from thee, now is the time. And so we ask, God, that you would search our hearts now, Lord, as we think about the goodness of God and all that you have done in our lives, the blessings that you continue to bestow upon us. Lord, we can sing about the goodness of God. Lord, we pray that as your word comes forth this morning, Father, if there's someone here today, someone who may be listening on live stream who does not know you personally and the pardoning of their sins, but God, we pray that you would speak to their heart, that upon hearing your word, someone would cry out this morning, Lord God, I yield, I yield. What must I do to be saved? For we ask these things in the mighty, matchless, marvelous name of Jesus who is the Christ, let the church say amen. Let the church say amen. Come on, let's give the Lord some praise. I don't know what you came to do, amen, but I can't. Did anybody come to give the Lord some praise this morning? Come on here, somebody, on this, this holiday weekend. You got a long weekend, amen. We ought to be thanking the Lord for all of his blessings, amen. You know, this coming Tuesday, I mentioned it is a long weekend to celebrate, amen. This Tuesday, our nation will celebrate Independence Day. We have all kind of parades and floats going on. I know Wawa has something special, amen, every 4th of July. And we come together to celebrate the freedoms that we have in this nation. But as much freedom that we have now as citizens of the United States, it does not compare to the citizenship and benefits that Christ Jesus offered us as believers in him. Amen. I was looking this morning and I was in the book of Philippians in the third chapter. And there were two verses that just stood out to me in such a way that I said, Lord, I, you laid on my heart to speak about this this morning. If you all be so kind to stand with me just to read these two verses. The book of Philippians chapter 3 verses this is the NIV translation. The Apostle Paul lets us know that as believers in Jesus Christ, that our citizenship is in heaven, and that the Lord has some wonderful blessings to bestow on each and every one of us. These blessings are awaiting us. Amen. Listen, if you will, to the words that are recorded there. For it says, but our citizenship is in heaven. And we eagerly await a Savior from there, the Lord Jesus Christ, who by the power that enables him to bring everything under his control will transform our lowly bodies so that they will be like his glorious body. The word says, but our 
citizenship is in heaven. And we eagerly await a Savior from there, the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. I want you to turn to your neighbor this morning and tell your neighbor that I'm packed and ready to go. Amen. Tell your neighbor this morning, I'm packed. Anybody packed and ready to go this morning? Amen. You may be seated in the presence of the Lord. Amen. I'm packed. Ready to go. Amen. I want to speak today about a place that many long for, many hope for, but most don't understand a lot about. Amen. And that place is called heaven. There's no doubt in my mind that we are living last days. For the Lord can come back at any time. Everything is ready. It's set. Amen. The Lord can come back at any time. And if you haven't gotten yourself together and accepted the Lord Jesus Christ as your Savior, you can miss out on that place called heaven. So I want to tell you this morning, don't wait. Don't put it off. But turn your life over to Jesus Christ now and get packed and ready to go. Amen. You know, I read a survey not too long ago that found that 77% of Americans believe in heaven. And 76% say that their chances of going to heaven are good or excellent. I want to say to you this morning that I know my chances of getting to heaven is better than good or excellent. Amen. It is guaranteed because I have accepted Jesus Christ as my Lord and Savior. Amen. You all familiar with uh, Ted Turner? Amen. Actually, I thought Ted Turner had passed away. I had to check to make sure. I thought he was gone. Amen. And then found out he's still here. I, I asked uh, Google. I said, okay, Google, is Ted Turner still living? Google said, I don't have an answer for that. Amen. So, Ted Turner, who is still living, he used to own CNN and uh, Turner Broadcasting uh, Television Network, the movie channel, amen, owned the Atlanta Braves. I think he still owns the Atlanta Braves, amen. But he once made the statement. He said that heaven is perfect. And he said, who wants to go to a place that's perfect? He said that would just be plain. who doesn't even believe in God, has no clue what heaven has to offer. Because there will be nothing boring about living in heaven. Amen. As we look at our text this morning, the Apostle Paul is writing to the Philippian church. And we see that through his writing that heaven will be a blessed place, not a boring place. Paul stated in verse 20 of this text, he said, but our citizenship is in heaven. And if you look at the prior verse, verse 19, he spoke to those who were earthly minded. But here in verse 20, he now speaks to those who are heavenly minded. And as he speaks of heaven, he was speaking, church, about a special place. A place that's beyond human comprehension. We can't even fathom all of what it's going to be. He lets us know that it's a place so glorious that poets are at a loss for words to describe it. Heaven, a place so glorious that 
artists lack the skill to depict it properly. A place so glorious that even the theologians don't have the ability to adequately detail it. Amen? The Bible speaks of heaven as a large heaven. If you look over in the book of Revelation, in chapter 21, verse 16, it says this about heaven. It says that regarding the, the new Jerusalem, and the city lieth four square, and the length is as large as the breadth. And he measured the city with the reed, and 12,000 furlongs. And the length and the breadth and the height of it are equal. Amen. What John is describing is the capital city of heaven, the New Jerusalem. And he speaks about the length and the breadth and the height of the sea. And he says that that city is equal in dimension, that it is 12,000 furlongs, which is approximately 1,500 miles. I want you all to get this down in your spirit this morning. And so to help you to appreciate the size of the city, if you were to put the New Jerusalem on a map of the United States, it would stretch from Florida to Maine and from New York to the Mississippi River. And it's not only 1,500 miles long, but it's also 1,500 miles high. Y'all hear me this morning? Imagine that the New Jerusalem is broken down into stories that we know of levels, amen, of 15 feet. That would mean that the New Jerusalem would have 528,000 stories. Amen? The Sears Tower in Chicago, if you've ever been there, is way up in the air. And the Sears Tower is only 103 stories tall. So that means that on each story of the New Jerusalem, there would be 250,000 square miles. That it would be a city that has a total mileage of 1,188,000,000 square miles, church. It is said that since man first came on this earth, there have been approximately 32 billion people that have ever lived on earth. As a matter of fact, I, I checked with Google on this to get our present day population, amen? And it says that it's about 8 billion living on the earth right now. So if all 32 billion who ever lived went to heaven, every family would have room in a mansion of 198 square miles inside. Amen? And now you do know not everybody going to heaven. Amen in there, somebody. And if only half went to heaven, they would have a place 396 square miles per family. Amen? The Bible not only speaks of heaven as a large place, but also a lovely place. Amen? If you look over in the Revelation 22, verses 1 to 2, it gives us an idea of how lovely it is. And for the word says, and he showed me a pure river of water of life, clear as a crystal. Proceeding out of the throne of God and of the Lamb. And in the midst of the street of it, and on either side of the river, there was the tree of life, which bare twelve manner of fruits, and yielded every fruit every month. 
and the leaves of the tree were there for the healing of the nations. Amen. Church, what I'm describing heaven to be, it is a beautiful place. I read not too long ago about a little girl who was blind from birth. And what beauty that she knew about her mother had explained it to her, and it came from her lips. But one day a noted surgeon successfully operated on her eye. And when the bandages were removed, she ran straight to her mother's arms to see her face for the first time. And then she ran around the room looking at what was there in the room. And then she came to the window. And she looked outside and saw all of the beauty that was there. Amen. And then she turned to her mother and said, Mommy, you didn't tell me it was so beautiful. And the mother began to wipe tears from her eyes. And she said, I tried to tell you, honey. I tried my best to tell you. Church, I want to tell you this morning, there are no words to describe the beauty of our future home. Amen. It's beyond comprehension. As best as I can think of it, I have a good imagination of how nice things can be. But it goes what heaven is way beyond anything that you and I can comprehend. Amen. And secondly, I want you to notice that Paul says in verse 20 that our citizenship is settled in heaven. Amen. It's not maybe or a hope on his part. But Paul was assured that those who have been saved are citizens of heaven. Amen. Paul wasn't hoping that he would get to heaven. He knew that heaven was his home. And he was just awaiting for the day when he would move into his new home. Amen. You see, for the believer, church, we are assured of our heavenly home because we have accepted Christ as our Savior. Many of us have friends and family members and acquaintances who have yet to give their heart and their life over to the Lord. But you and I know that we are living in last days and you may not have time coming down the road to tell somebody, but tell them now. Over this holiday weekend, and this is a long weekend, amen, from Friday all the way to Tuesday. So you have opportunity to share the gospel of Jesus Christ with somebody, amen. So take this time because time is winding down, amen. And if those who don't accept Christ as a Savior, they won't be there with you in that heavenly place. Amen. We are citizens of heaven. As you believe in Jesus Christ, your name has been written in the Lamb's book of life. And so right now we are waiting for the day when we're going to occupy that eternal home. Amen. And all that remains there is moving there. You know, as the songwriter Pastor Paul once said, this world is not my home. I'm just passing through. My treasures are laid up somewhere beyond the blue. The angels beckon me from heaven's open door, and I can't feel at home in this world anymore. Amen. So not only are we awaiting our leaving for heaven, but we are also anticipating our Lord from heaven. Amen. Because the second half of verse 20 says this. 
and we eagerly await a Savior from there, the Lord Jesus Christ. Paul Church is telling us that moving day is coming. And I want you to know this morning, it's not going to be Mayflower movers that moves us. But rather, our mover is going to be the rose of Sharon and the lily of the valley. Jesus said in John 14, 3, 4, you know what it said. And if I go to prepare a place for you, I will come again and receive you unto myself, that where I am there ye may be also. And whither I go, you know, and the way, you know, amen. I believe that somebody wants to know today. Pastor, what will life be like in our heavenly home? And Paul describes for us and gives us an assessment of life in heaven. He says in verse 21 of the text, he says, Who shall change our vile body, that it may be fashioned like unto his glorious body, according to the working whereby he is able to subdue all things unto himself. So Paul, church, tells us that the life we'll live in heaven is one that is a total contrast to the life that we are living here on earth. Amen? Because Paul speaks of our earthly body as being vile. Amen? And when we think of something that's vile, think about it. When you think of something that is vile, we usually think about something that's sinful or evil. Or the praise, amen. You see, the humiliation of our bodies came as a result of the fall there in the Garden of Eden. Before Adam and Eve sinned, they lived in a body church that was free and immune from sickness and from sorrow and from suffering. But the Bible says that after the fall, they found themselves in bodies that were subject to all these things, amen. Church, each of us lives in bodies that are affected by age. You don't believe me? Just look at the mirror every year and see where you are. Amen? Our bodies that we have right now are not immune from sickness of any kind. These bodies that we have require medicine and surgery. We have bones that break. We have heads that hurt. We got noses that run. We got feet that smell, amen, and stomachs that growl, amen. We live in bodies that are humiliated by the fall. Hospitals, doctors, pharmacies, rest homes, funeral homes, chemotherapy, radiation, blocked arteries, amputation are all a result of man's fall, amen? Everything from life support to bear aspen reminds us of the kind of life that we now live in these bodies. But somebody ought to say, but praise God. But praise God. Paul tells us, church, that when we get to heaven, that everything is going to be totally different. There's going to be a change that takes place in our bodies. Thank you, Lord. And that our bodies will go through a wonderful transformation. Because right now we are mortal, meaning that we can die and that we are subject to all kinds of illnesses and problems. But then when we get to heaven, our bodies will be immortal. Now we have a earthly body. 
but then we'll have a eternal body. Amen. And that word change in verse 21 is speaking about church, a total transformation of the body. It's more than repairing of the old. It is replacing of the old. Amen. You see, right now we live a life that's subject to sickness and suffering and sorrow. But in heaven, church, we'll live in a body where we never have to worry about any sickness, never have to worry about any suffering, never have to worry about any sorrow. My brothers and my sisters, one of these days, we're going to be transformed. Hallelujah. You see, these vile bodies will be changed and fashioned like unto our Lord's glorious body. The God who was able, church, to create the body you now have is certainly able to recreate a new body. Hallelujah. That God that's able to perform is also able to transform. Amen. And these vile bodies that we have, church, will be changed according to his working his power, and his ability. Amen. So when I think about it, every time I get a call and have to rush to the emergency room because there's been an accident, every time I walk into an intensive care unit and see bodies kept alive by machines, each time I pray with someone that's having surgery, each time I see somebody who's lost their hair because of chemotherapy, each time I visit a nursing home and see minds that have regressed in the childhood and bodies that have ceased to function, I can walk into those rooms and I can still rejoice in the goodness of the Lord because I know that there's going to be a better day. I said a better day, and one day you and I are going to have new bodies. So I just stopped by this morning on my way to heaven to say to the saints of God here at Second Baptist Church of Doylestown, it's time to roll up your sleeping bags. Hallelujah. Jesus is coming, and he can come today. My question to you this morning, are you packed and ready to go? Is there anybody here this morning that's packed and ready to go? I'm packed, and I'm ready to go. And I just came this morning to praise God that one day Jesus was packed and ready to go. When the Father sent him on assignment to a world such as this, to suffer and to bleed and to die on the cross, he paid our sin debt in full. And when I think about church, the goodness of the Lord and all that he's done for me, my soul gets happy and I got to give God some praise. If I have just ten folk today who don't mind giving God praise and thanking God for the blessings in your life, I want to know this morning if you are packed and if you're ready to go. If you're packed and ready to go, God has a new home. God has a new place. God will deliver you. God will transform your body. Come on here, somebody, and give God praise. Stand with me this morning. ready to go. Here's the question. Have you given your life over to Jesus Christ? Have you surrendered it all to him and say, Lord, I'm a sinner and I'm in need of a savior. Lord, help me to move forward in you. 
I believe on the Lord Jesus Christ. I believe that he paid my sin debt in full on the cross. That he died and was found. And he rose up on the third day. With all power in his hand. The same God who has saved you is the same God that will save someone else as well. But our job is to share the gospel of Jesus Christ. To tell a dying world that they can have life, a new start, and have it in abundance. Because God is a God of a second chance. I'm so grateful that one day he gave me a second chance. And when you accept it and receive it, God can make your life brand new. If there's someone here today and the Lord is speaking just to you and you have never surrendered your heart and life over to the Lord, we just want you to come down just as you are and just turn it over to Jesus and say, Lord, I need you in my life. Lord, come into my heart and make my heart brand new. Maybe you live in this community and you don't have a church home, a covered home, a place to use your gifts back into the Lord who has so richly blessed you with. Everybody needs a covering in their life. A place where they can come and share. And the Lord is speaking to you and you don't have a church home. We would love to have you here to pray with us. But just come to the Lord. Just as you are. Amen. This is one day today. Those of you who are watching by live stream, if the Lord is speaking to you right now, you can reach out to us here at Faith Baptist Church of Georgetown. You can reach out to us on Facebook and website, uh, you can call the church, you can email, text, whatever it may be, we are available for you. Come on, let's give the Lord some praise, church. You may be seated as we prepare ourselves for our period of holy communion. As we are preparing our hearts Ask the Lord now to, Lord, look into my heart. If there's something that needs to be changed and needs to be resolved, Lord, help me to resolve it. Get my mind and my heart and my spirit right as I partake of this communion. Lord, help me so that I do not eat or drink damnation to yourself concerning the Lord Jesus Christ. But Lord, help me.
pray that you have a beautiful and a wonderful 4th of July. Be safe. Amen. Until we see you again. May God bless you.